I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of our number one on the extended Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we're very pleased to be joined now by Representative Chris Stewart, uh, who uh, issued an interesting uh, and powerful press release today talking about what is and what is not going on uh, as it relates to the House Intelligence Committee. And, uh, Congressman, thanks for joining us. No, it's good to be with you. Thank you. So so tell us, what is uh, what is not going on in the – usually we're talking about all the problems of what is going on. Tell us what's not going on in the House Intelligence Committee today. <laughs> well, well, in this case, what's not going on may be worse than what is going on because it tells us we don't know what's not going on. And that is, mm. you know, look, the Intelligence Committee, our responsibility is to provide oversight to intelligence and to national security. Yeah. And uh, we honestly, Boyd, it's been – it's been months and months, uh, probably probably more than a year, if you want to go back to the whole impe- impeachment proceeding, which was, you know, more than a year ago, right. that we just haven't done that. You know, under Chairman Schiff, we were focused for, uh, you know, uh, almost a year on impeachment. Uh, we didn't do anything in the fall. And then since we have a new Congress now, this is the first open hearing we've held. And uh, it's months, months uh, overdue. Yeah, and that is uh, that is stunning to me. I mean, we we are constantly talking about the dangerous world that we live in, uh, talking about what's happening in Afghanistan and Russia and China and North Korea and a, and a host of other places, uh, and the fact that the committee that's responsible for that a uh, good chunk of that national security and intelligence uh, not meeting yeah. uh, is a big concern. Well, and so let's talk about what's happened in the last, well, let's say six weeks. Maybe a couple of months. You had solar winds, which was one of the most destructive cyber attacks we've ever experienced. And I mean, that's not an exaggeration. People have no idea how destructive and dangerous that was. Uh, haven't had a hearing on it. You've got uh, Russia, who is uh, unquestionably challenging, challenging U.S. leadership now in the Donetsk region of the Ukraine, uh, amassing uh, enormous forces there. You've got uh, China, who is putting hundreds and hundreds of what they, you know, they call them fishing vessels. They're clearly anything but fishing vessels. They call them little blue men now. Uh, hundreds of, of uh, ships in the South China Sea uh, blocking traffic and uh, camping out in Philippine uh, economic exclusion zones. You've got Ch- China very clearly threatening uh, Taiwan. And uh, and some knowledgeable people saying they've accelerated the timeline significantly. I mean, I could go on with other things, but it's it, to your point, Boyd, is exactly right. It's not like the world suddenly fell in a hole of peace. Quite the opposite. And the work we do or we should be doing on that committee is, is critical and it's time sensitive. We should be doing it on an ongoing basis, not once in a while. You know, when between impeachments and uh, you know and fundraising. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and all of that. Uh, I think there are there are many of our adversaries around the world who who really are uh, flexing their muscles a little bit and and posturing a little bit different and and these are all complicated uh, things as we look at uh, you know I always say you know if you look at China and Russia yeah we've got a 
we got to deal with a host of things with both of those, and we also need them as an ally to deal with North Korea. Yeah. Uh, and all of that is dependent on the work of what happens in the intelligence community. Yeah. Well, and look, the world looks to the U.S. for leadership. And whether we like it or not, that's just true. And some people, frankly, resent it. Some people don't want to exercise that leadership. But but we're, we, we have to, because if we don't, well, President Xi will in China, President Putin will in Russia. And, uh, and, and the free world is looking to the U.S. for leadership and for stability, and the oppressed world, you know, that that mm. those who live under tyranny are, are looking for, to the U.S. to say, well, will they stand up? And and it's not a coincidence that President Putin, for example, is doing this in Ukraine now. Yeah. It's clearly designed to test this president. It's also not a coincidence that uh, President Xi in China has done some of the things he's done. It's clearly designed to test this president. And uh, and it's a, it, it, they get a better and a more a unified and a stronger U.S. response if Congress is involved with that and doing our job as well. Oh, that, and that's so important. I, I'm so glad you raised that, Congressman, because I, I do think every administration gets tested uh, in some way uh, by some of our adversaries yeah. around the world. And, and how they respond to that often sets the course uh, of what we have to deal with in this country and around the world uh, for the next four years. And I, I think that's an important uh, message and as you said, it also requires Congress uh, to do their job and and to do their part uh, in that. And uh, in, in just our uh, our last couple of moments here, Congressman, uh, I also wanted to get to this issue of is the focus of the House Intelligence Committee shifting from a lot of these international things that we need to figure out uh, to a lot of things that are targeted more on political opponents or silencing dissent. Yeah. Uh, a very different use yeah. of that committee. Yeah, and and please invite me back to talk about that, boy, because it's so important. The CIA has absolutely no business, no authority spying on any U.S. person. The National Security Agency has no business, no authority to spy on any U.S. person. And this administration has nudged these organizations to, forward to do that. And by the way, it's not the first time, because unless you've lived under a rock, people know that the Department of Justice, the FBI, and in some cases the CIA clearly got involved in a political uh, in a political undertaking in 2016 and 2017. That's just an indisputable fact. It is just history. But that should anger and scare every American to think that the CIA isn't looking at the Taliban. They're not looking at Russian forces on the Ukraine, that they might be looking at what they say is, you know, a, a great threat of extremism here in the United States. If that threat is real, the FBI is capable of dealing with it. The FBI is authorized to deal with it. Intelligence committee or intelligence or agencies are not and they never ever should look at U.S. citizens. Mm, uh, great to say. And we will have you back to have a, a deeper dive on that because it gets to this whole area of trust uh, that if you have a, a government that can lie to you, spy on you, and target you, uh, then our, our freedoms are really under threat. But uh, Representative Chris Stewart, we appreciate you coming on. We'll have you back for a deeper dive on some of that intelligence work. And we're going to hope that the committee convenes and uh, we have more regular hearings there in the House Intelligence yeah. Committee. Thanks for joining us today, Chris. Th really appreciate th it. Thanks, Floyd. All the best. You do great work. Thank you, sir. All right. Again, that's Representative Chris Stewart uh, joining us on the line. I important conversations, again, regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, uh, we need to make sure that whatever government is doing, that it's in their sphere, uh, that there is transparency and accountability. And that's what a lot of these committees within the House and the Senate are for. 
uh, is to make sure we have that transparency and that accountability to everything that's going on in government. Because if we we've lost a lot of trust in government uh, over the last uh, decade or so, and as I said, if uh, government can lie to you, spy on you, and target you, uh, that's uh, that's the the beginning of of bad things ahead. And we count on those that we elect and those that we send back to Congress uh, to do their work, uh, to do the job, regardless of party, regardless of politicians, regardless of who's in power. Uh, The work needs to be done. And the more we can extricate that from the purely political part of the problem, uh, the more we can get to the transparency, accountability and solutions that are really what the American people need. Well, it's been a uh, fast uh, first hour of the program today. If you missed any of it, if you missed our conversation with Dave DeRosa, uh, DeRosher and the Other Side Academy, uh, you need to go back and listen to that podcast. It is a stirring story. It will cause you to think again uh, about criminal justice, drug addiction, crime, uh, all of those things, and and the greatness of people and the inspiration that comes uh, in the human spirit and when potential is finally realized. So go back and give that uh, a listen for sure. And then stay with us. We got hour number two coming up around the corner. You heard from the governor during Let Me Speak with the Governor uh, during the noon hour today here on KSL News Radio. And we're going to start the second hour, as we always do, with Think Again. So you think you know Governor Spencer Cox, what drives him, what is uh, he is doing to create a culture within uh, the government? Uh, stay with us. We're going to have a conversation with him about some principles that drive the behavior and the culture of the Cox administration. It will cause you to think again about the governor. Stay with us. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.